Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self care coach, intuitive mentor. I'm a mama, a wife, a woman who loves to dance, loves to celebrate life, and loves to inspire you to do the things in your life that build confidence that helps you to speak up, to share your truth, to feel your intuition in your body, and to know that you're living life on your terms while giving to those people and opportunities and things that matter most to you. And today, I want to share with you six reasons to create time for what matters most to you. And we're going to go beyond the obvious today because obviously we know when someone says, I definitely want to make time for what matters to me. But the problem is many of you who feel that or you might feel that yourself, have you actually taken the time to define why you want to create time from what matters for what matters most? And more importantly, have you even defined what matters most to you? I think we can all agree that, you know, family and health and friends are definitely priorities and they're important to us. But do we actually take time? to define on a, an actual, like what would it look like in my life level to define what matters most to you so that you can then take that into practical daily action steps. So today, instead of telling you to just go ahead and create time for what matters most, I want to give you six reasons to create time for what matters most. And maybe these are things you have not considered yet. I'm hoping that it gives you a little bit of a different lens on how to prioritize yourself. I think we're all aware of self-care by now. We hear a lot of people talking about it. We hear a lot of people talking about time and productivity and getting things done. But I invite you to slow down for a beat and to really think about what actually matters most to you. Now, I'm not just saying to go make a vision board. I'm not saying to go write out a list of things you want to make sure you do before you die. Those are great. But I want you to really make time for yourself to wonder, to get curious about what actually matters most to you. And I want to share with you six reasons that I think it matters actually more than you might know, not only to a feeling of contentment in your life, but to really getting into a place of connection with yourself, with what matters most, and also from the perspective of your your health and wellness over a lifetime. So it's not just a matter of entertaining yourself. 
And it's not just a matter of checking things off of a bucket list. It actually is a very important activity to do to spend some time with yourself and to really define for yourself what matters most. So we'll go ahead and just dive right in. And whether you're walking or multitasking, just make sure you're paying attention because I think this could be a very pivotal uh, point where you start to notice whether you are actually living in a way where you are honoring what matters most to you or whether you're living chasing something that other people have or other people think you should have. Or maybe it's the things you thought you wanted all of your life, but maybe don't really matter that much to you anymore, or they matter in a different set of priorities. So the first reason to create time for what matters most is that you get to define what actually matters most. And the way I help my clients to do this is to ask you the question, what would it look like in your life to live by what matters most? So how would somebody else know what matters most to you? And people sometimes don't take, take notice of it. But if you notice, if you think about pretty much anyone in your life, friends, colleagues, peers, and you start to, to think about, I wonder what matters most to this person. I bet you would start by first noticing the things that they're doing, right? So, oh, I noticed that my friend spends a lot of time walking in nature. I bet she values time in nature. I noticed that my friend spends a lot of time hosting dinners at her house. I bet she values, you know, feeding friends, like things like that, right? So when I ask you, what does it look like in your life to live by what matters most to you? This is where you have an opportunity to not just put it in like some cloud somewhere, not just to put it on a vision board and leave it there, but to really think about what would it look like? From the outside, if I were living life by what matters most to me, what would people around me notice that I spend my time doing? So for me, people know that at least twice a week, sometimes two to four times a week, I spend time dancing Zumba. And I talk about it a lot and I love it. So people would know that I love and I prioritize dance. I love it. Absolutely love it. It just makes me feel joy all the time. I prioritize time with my family, which means that I choose to say no to other things and spend time with them. I also prioritize friendships. So I spend, I definitely on my list of to do's, <laughs> there's always at least one friend that I want to catch up with each, each, not usually each day, but at least a few friends a week. So what would it look like in your life to define and prioritize what matters most to you? So that's number one. So yes, I'm giving you a to-do. <laughs> so the question is, what would it look like to what would it look like in your life to create time for what matters most to you? Now at this point, your brain might be going, Oh, I'm so busy, I don't have time. I really want to, but I don't have time. And I'm just inviting you to let that voice kind of go to the background <laughs> and don't overcomplicate it right now. You're not making any massive life changes. So we can just tell your inner gremlin to relax. Go, you know, lounge in the sun somewhere, have a bowl of blueberries. And right now we're taking time to bring your most inner subconscious desires to the surface and let them breathe a little bit and wonder what it would look like to actually live in a way that prioritizes what matters most to you. Number two is six reasons to create time for what matters most is your loved ones including you, <laughs> will feel prioritized. So if what matters most to you 
if one of the things that matter most to you is letting the people in your life know that you care about them, then I would wonder how, how you can make that a visible thing. Instead of just thinking about it and hoping one day you'll spend more time with the people that you love, that you could actually create a way to be with them on a regular basis, whether it's regular coffee or tea time with friends that you don't see that often, whether it's inviting your family over, maybe it's creating a special tradition where you get away with your loved family members and go spend time at the beach together. There's a myriad of things you can do. You can, you know, create knitting night. I don't know, whatever, whatever matters to you, you have a golden opportunity to not let life pass you by so quickly that you look back and regret that you didn't get to spend time with those people that you love. And if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you know that one of the things we work on is rewriting some of those old stories that we have about the people that we love, about ourselves, about relationships, where you can really understand that the most important things in life are people and the relationships that we have, and especially your relationship with yourself, which is why this particular number two can be a little bit challenging for some of you. If you have relationships that are strained, relationships with people that you have old stories with and maybe arguments with, it might be difficult to create time for those people. But I would venture to guess that there are people in your life who you really love spending time with and just don't get, in, don't get to spend enough time with. Maybe there are relationships that need a little healing and love and attention, but the only way those relationships will begin to evolve and change is if you continue to commit to doing the inner work. This is what we're here for. That's what this podcast is all about, the inner work that you are doing in your own mind, body, and soul so that you can show up to your life and to the people in your life in a clear, grounded, honest way. And that starts with loving yourself. So that's number two. Number three, the third reason to create time for what matters most is because it, it automatically creates a rhythm on your calendar that honors you and the things that you love most in your life. So if you leave what matters most to chance, <laughs> meaning you really, really love to get together with your friends for potlucks or time in nature, but you don't actually do anything about it then those desires are literally just going to stay in your heart and your mind and never do anything. So I know, I know, I know that sometimes you want to be the one who gets invited to things and you want to, you know, sit there and, and maybe lament how you don't have a lot of things to do. But I would say it's time to take responsibility. And if you want to create rhythms and seasons in your life where you connect with the people that you want to get to know better and love to spend more time with, that maybe it's time that you are the one who invites people to do things. It's okay to do that. You just have to remember that everyone, including you and me, have a lot going on in our lives. And sometimes it can feel like you're going to be inconveniencing someone, or maybe they already have plans, or maybe you, know, you just feel embarrassed that you have to ask. But I would say it's time to be bold, and it's time to be the one who says, hey, I'd love to start this tradition and maybe we do a new moon circle or maybe we get together for Sunday breakfast or maybe we go for a walk every morning. I don't know what you, know, you want to do, but I would say a lot of the reasons that friendships don't develop over time is because 
people just assume that the other person is too busy and don't ask. So it's time to take that responsibility into your own hands and decide what kind of rhythm would you like to create in your calendar? Would you like to have a monthly get together with friends? Would you like to do a weekly dinner? Would you like to go for a daily walk? You know, really start to wonder and also give the other people grace, the other people in your life, give them grace because sometimes it's going to take a while to create a rhythm and sometimes it's only for a season in your life. I can remember a new moon circle that I wanted to host and we did it pretty regularly every month for about a year or a year and a half. And then all of a sudden it just got too complicated with schedules and it just sort of faded away. And instead of saying, oh, you see, no one wants to get together and taking it personally, I just realized that the women in the circle were getting into a really busy season of life and it just was time to let it go and maybe start something new another time. And that's just how life is. We must give other people the grace of their own lives and not take it personally. Okay, number four. The fourth reason to create time for what matters most on your calendar and in your life is that it actually gives you a very good reason to say no to anything that does not matter as much. So if you are very committed to going, like for me, I go to Zumba on definitely for Thursday and Friday mornings. I don't say yes to anything else on those days unless, of course, we're traveling or something else happens. But usually I'm pretty committed. So when someone says, hey, do you want to go for early breakfast on Friday? I can easily say no to going to that breakfast because I know I'm committed to Zumba. Now, it doesn't mean that that breakfast means less than my Zumba. It just means that I have prioritized my joy and my wellness first. So instead of saying no, sometimes I say, you know what? I'd love to, but how about a little later? So usually that works just fine or another day. So it's not that I don't want to have breakfast with one of my friends. I'd love to. It's one of my most important things in my life is to connect with friends and breakfast. I love breakfast. But also I know for myself that if I say no to me because I'm saying yes to someone else, I'm not going to feel 100% joyful about that yes thing, right? Unless for some reason that thing that I am saying yes to feels much more important, like it doesn't happen very often, or it's a really cool opportunity, then I at least have a conscious choice to say yes to that thing. So that's number four. So I want you to think about before we move on to number five, I want you to think about the times that you are saying yes to something, but really would rather do something else. Um, and how much more committed can you be to what you truly desire and begin learning to say no gracefully. <laughs> and instead of just having a blank space there to know that you're committed to something that really matters to you, it could be as simple as um, going to sit in a coffee shop by yourself and reading a good book. It could be time for your artwork. It could be just time, um, you know, reorganizing your closet. I don't know, whatever it is for you, but time that you put on your calendar that becomes non-negotiable and becomes a reason to gracefully say no to something else. Of course, unless you want to say yes, that's of course your priority. Number five, this is the fifth reason to create time for what matters most is it actually celebrates what's truly important. And celebrations are one of the feminine metrics of success. As you heard in the intro to the podcast, celebrations are a really powerful way to let yourself know, to let the universe know what you are wanting more of. And sadly, so many people go so quickly over the wins in their life, over the most important things in their life, and just moving on to more, more, more. 
So I would say one of the most important things that you can do and make time for is celebration. Whether it is a you know, weekly Shabbat dinner, whether it is a Sunday morning gathering with a friend or two, whether it's your own personal celebration with yourself, looking back on the week. In fact, in my membership circle, in the self-care circle, we do a weekly celebration of what happened in the last week. And it's amazing. And when I invite my clients to honor and celebrate what happened in the last week, it's everything from the most small wins to the most you know, big, powerful wins that we have as milestones. If you don't take time to celebrate your day, your week, your month, you're going to feel the slug and the grind of life in a way that does not honor the changes you're making, how hard you try, the ways that you honor yourself. And if you start making celebration a habit, you will start noticing that you will have more to celebrate. Now, that's a good reason to start celebrating things. So even right now, just think about it. What can you celebrate about yourself today or yesterday or in the last week or in the last month? Because sometimes we don't even see our own accomplishments. We're, we're you know, wondering why we haven't come as far as we wanted to, but we're actually not even taking the time to notice how far we've actually come. So celebrating yourself and making time for that is a crucial element of anything you want to create in life. Once you notice that the results are happening, even if they're happening at a snail's pace, they're still happening. And that's a really important thing to acknowledge. Now, number six, and this is the last reason to create time for what matters most, is that it's really, really good for your health. We are so bombarded with information, with input from all directions. We are so addicted to distraction that your nervous system is constantly like this jagged line in your body. And it's such an epidemic right now for people to feel anxiety, for people to feel constantly distracted, for people to not be able to hear their own inner voice and intuition that making time for what matters most to you is actually really good for your health. Adrenal fatigue is one of these things that everyone's experiencing. Autoimmune issues, not everyone, but a lot of people, especially women, um, autoimmune issues, uh, digestive issues, headaches, all kinds of things are happening because we are no longer prioritizing the things that matter most to us. Time in nature, time with friends, time alone, time in stillness sleep, taking care of your body, the basic things have become things that fall way, way, way to the bottom of that to-do list because we feel like we have so much to do and do it now and do it faster and make more money. And we're just so distracted by other people and other news and what's happening in the world that we're just not connecting to what's most important. And you cannot serve anyone from a place of depletion, overwhelm, and burnout. And making time for what matters most is such a powerful way to come back to yourself, to stand in your power, to have the energy that it takes to make the changes that you desire to see in the world. It's an anchor in the storm of life. It creates grounding and it feels really, really good to your nervous system. Just imagine how you feel like or how you felt the last time you sat with a good friend and had a good conversation and a nice glass of wine or a cup of tea, you leave feeling nourished. 
and compare that to the last time you scrolled on the in Instagram or Facebook or whatever for the last, you know, for an hour. How did you feel after that? Did you feel jealous and envious and oh my gosh, and just drained and your eyes hurt, right? So I want you to make time for what matters most. I hear so many women saying, oh, it's been so long since I just sat down and read a good book. It's been so long since I just took a nap. It's been so long since I just took a walk in, you know, in nature and didn't have anything to do or just sat down and watched a good movie with my kids and laughed. These are things that are so important in life that if you let slide by, you're going to live with a bucket of resentment standing next to you at all times, a backpack of resentment, right? So I invite you to put that backpack down. I invite you to really even listen to this podcast episode again, to take some notes, to answer the questions that I asked you, and to really start to create a space in your life for what matters most. So my question to you as we wrap up this episode is, how will you create time for what matters most today? And you can go back to that first question. What does it look like in your life to create time for what matters most? Do you even have a sense of what matters most? Now you might say like, oh, I know what matters most. I don't have to write it down. <laughs> but I challenge you to go deeper. Instead of just saying family, friends, and health, go deeper. Make a list of 20 things that matter most to you. And then start to categorize them and start to wonder, be curious about how you can actually practically create time for those things. And if you're already saying, oh, I'm so busy, I don't have time. Well, I can tell you <laughs> that that time is going to go by anyway. And unless you're curating your life consciously, unless you're making time for what matters most, the time is going to get filled with things that don't matter at all. Ultimately, the things that we think matter the most because they're so present on the news, on social media, scrolling through, they don't matter that much, okay? Unless you make time for what matters most to you, you won't do anyone any good anyway. If you have a cause you believe in, if you have a political stance you want to take, guess what? The burned out, overwhelmed version of you can't do anything about it anyway. So get grounded, get anchored, get present to what matters most in your life, make time for it. And then from that place, from that grounded, energetic, joyful you, you can make a difference in ways that do matter to you in this life, in this world. All right. I thank you for being with me. I know sometimes this conversation can feel a little overwhelming because I'm asking you to do something that you might have not done before. I'm asking you to really reflect on your life in a way that is a little deeper than most social media is asking you to do, but that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you do that inner work, to take amazing care of yourself and your life and your body and your wellness so that you can show up as the leader in your life, in your family, in your work, and in your bedroom, because that's a really important priority as well. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being with me today. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and intuitive mentor. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, whether you leave me a review or find me on Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson. I would love to connect with you. If you have any reflections or questions, please find me on Instagram and message me. I make sure to reply to all messages within 24 to 48 hours and go make time for what matters most. I wonder what that will be for you. I'm going to go spend time with some family and friends right now because that is what matters to me. 
I'll see you next time. And thank you for being here. Now go take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.